Welcome, welcome, welcome to Running with the Bulls podcast. We're back. It's been a minute. Uh, I'm Adam. He's Reed. You know what's, well, you know what's really annoying is that I've been trying to get this show going for like six months now, and every time I ask you, "Oh, I've got to, I've got to go to the laundromat. I have to wash my afghans," and I'm like, you know, you wash your afghans every day. When can you get, you know, have a little bit of time for the show? Um, looks like they've all been washed now, and we can finally do the show. Thank what you is for your Afghan machine. like a rug? Yeah, I think so. I, okay. You should know you're the you're the one washing it. That's a good point. I just really don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I know you, they're just like Adam loves to go to the laundromat. You know who knows what they're doing? Arturis Curtis Curtis Is that how you say his name? I I tried my best there. It's a tricky. I one. thought it was okay. So I don't know, but I'm going off of. Just like how it's spelled. Is it Carnisovus or Carnisovus? I don't know. I just call him AK. Car- carnivorous? Is he just carnivorous? Call him AK. AK knows what he's doing. I don't like calling him AK. Can I complain about that? Go for it. Floor Andre, Kir- Andre Kirilenko is AK. I'm not going to call this this guy AK. He's he's no AK to me. And call him Carney. <laughs> Carney. There we- See, there yeah. we go. It's much better. Well, Carney. Do you remember Rodney Carney? I do. Philadelphia 76er. Piston. Wasn't he a piston? Was he a piston too? Yeah. Anyway. No, that's Rodney, that's Rodney Stuckey. Yeah, Sorry. you're getting your Rodneys mixed up there. And now the, the Pistons actually have another Rodney now, Rodney Magruder. And Rodney Dangerfield's one of my favorite comedians. And he's so dangerous too, which is like why you like him so much. Really a field of danger, some might say. <laughs> field uh, of dreams? No, field of danger. But uh, Reed, the Bulls have two all-stars now. Give me your thoughts on the on the Vucevic trade. And uh, I don't know if you caught the, the Spurs game, that first look. We'll see more tonight. Today's uh, Monday, and they play tonight against somebody. The, the Adam, Warriors. Um, Ryan Archie Dinakano is not an all-star yet, Adam. Let's calm down. Okay. Let's calm it down just a little bit. The, the Wolves not only have two all-stars, they have two top 15 players. Is that fair to say? Oh, wow. Would you say so? I – I know Vucevic is definitely a top 15. He's been top 10 all year. And Zach Levine, if you look at the numbers, he's having a, not only a career year, he's having like legitimate, one of the better players in the NBA, like top 1% of best players in the league this year. Um, they have two guys, one guy that dominates the ball and he does it efficiently, which is actually still funny to me because Zach Levine was never known for his efficiency when he first came to the league. And I think he, now that he's mastered it and he's become such a, not just a good ball handler, but a, a good playmaker. And you've got maybe the second best playmaking. Well, I guess it's hard to define what by positions. Like if you want to put Bam as a center or Sabonis as a center, but, but it's Vucevic, like Jokic, Bam, Vuce. Yeah. And if you want to talk about playmaking centers, Vucevic is right there. And also Vucevic is taking like Chris Stapp's Porzingis length threes this year. Yeah. Um, he's shooting, he's shooting from really far out with no hesitation. So yeah, I mean, they got their ass kicked the other night, so I guess I guess it's a failure. Um, <laughs> it'll take I, I, yeah, it'll take some time. I don't, you know, I love Wendell. You know, I was the biggest Wendell supporter. I still am. Poor Mo Bamba, but you know, uh, <laughs> I think Wendell will be fine. And it's just really, really like he's thirty years old, Vucevic, but his game doesn't. He doesn't need like he's not Joel Embiid. And no offense to Embiid, but 
Embiid's, you know, had two horrible knee injuries to start his career. And Embiid's amazing, but, like, do we expect Nikola Vucevic to play to 34, or do we expect Joel Embiid to play to 34? I would expect someone more like Nikola Vucevic to play a lot longer. Um, his game is just primed for getting old and being, yeah. like, an Al Horf. Al Horford type or something like that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's my piece. The Bulls have two really great players now to build around. And coming into the year, last thing I'll say, there are lots of talk about maybe trading Zach Levine. That talk is all gone. I think I, I, I have no desire to see Zach Levine traded unless you're giving the Bulls back like 17 <laughs> first round picks and at least 17 of them, at least 17 or 18 first round picks. But yeah. anyway, yeah. So that's my, I am excited. I'm not a Bulls fan, but I am excited as an NBA fan. I, I think the uh, pick and pop option you're going to have with Vucevic versus they try to do it with Carter, especially in the preseason. Can I interrupt you? Is it okay that I'm drinking coffee? Can you hear it? Oh, I like the sound of it. No, I can't hear it. Okay, good. I'm drinking yeah. coffee, everybody. Anyway, continue. He's drinking coffee, everybody, out of a soup cup. Anyway, yeah, that says Campbell's soup on it, but it's coffee. And, and also 2002 this. Olympics. Oh, and there's a that's a that's a delightful mug. This is great radio. Anyway, oh, and that was a burp. That coffee's getting you quick. Uh, I, I do think that that gives them a much better fit because you could see what they were trying to do with Wendell Carter, but he just didn't have the skill set for them to fully do it. But I can think I, can I disagree with you really quickly. I do think he had the skill set. I just think he was never healthy. Okay. I don't think he had the jump shot. But to be fair, remember Bulls Bobby Knight never let him shoot. I mean, what what did he shoot from three this season? Like twenty five percent. Well, he's not a three point shooter. He's, he's when he does shoot, he's more mid range. But I, well, I the agree. reason that's yeah. exactly he's not a three point shooter, and so the defense could just they dared him to shoot, and that that created a lot of uh, ability to help when the Bulls tried to get inside. But having Vucevic out there, it's going to make everyone better because the spacing will be better, and especially with Levine, you're, he's just going to have so much more room to go one on one. And they're going to have to guard that pick and roll so much differently or the pick and roll, pick and pop, however you want to do that. Uh, just because you have both of those guys shooting over 40% from three, it's quite the luxury. I'm not lying when I say this. It might sound like I'm lying, but I'm not. I really enjoyed watching Terrence Ross and Nikola Vucevic's two-man game, but I'm going to enjoy Zach Levine and Nikola Vucevic's two-man game a lot more. And Terrence Ross, I, I'm surprised that he wasn't moved to like an, a contender because I think he's he can have a great impact as a six man wing scorer, um, but it's just going to be I I, I it genuinely is insanely exciting. Like I I don't even know what to expect in terms of how good it could be eventually because we're I think we're actually about to find out what what kind of actual like playmaker Zach Levine really is on a winning team. What kind of what kind of what kind of assist man can he really be with like legitimate stars around him and i think he can do it he's shown he's, he's a not only a willing passer he's become a good passer and the bulls have weapons it's i am a little sad about wait they got rid of daniel gafford right yeah gafford I think is he's, a member of the wizards i think gafford's gonna be good um but you know it's the price you got to pay to get a legitimate top 15 player in the league well and i don't even think they gave up that much they, well, I, thought maybe I think they would Ga gafford was in the um the tice trade the three-way right. deal and then the mo the mo wagner yeah, so Wagner on the Celtics now, Gafford on the Wizards, Tice on the Bulls. How do you feel about Tice? He's like an older version of Wendell Carter. Okay, yeah. He's a little. He's a pick and pop guy. He'll get offensive boards. I think he's a solid. 
He's better than Robin Lopez. Yeah, he, he's kind of undersized for the center position, but he's, he's got he's really tough. In- who is the who is the white center that Brad Stevens loved before? Was it Steamsma or was that like? Do you know who I'm talking about? Brad Stevens had before Daniel Tice, there was another white center. I mean, I remember Aaron Baines. That's going back a while. It wasn't Baines. Anyway, anyway, the Bulls have Brad Stevens' favorite white center now. <laughs> well, you know, I, I like Tice as a backup, but I didn't think he was a very good. There's a reason he stopped being a starter in Boston. And that's another team that's kind of interesting right now. Are they the most disappointing team in the league? I thought Brad Stevens was going to go to Indiana, but Indiana swooped Mike Woodson. Which is a good hire. I think it's a good hire, I think. I mean, has he coached in college before? I don't think so, right? No, but he did, right, good job. He he did a good job turning around the Knicks, you know. Was that the eyebrow thing? Was that when he had the eyebrows going? He's always that? had those eyebrows. I remember, I mean, he's got a he's got a goatee that looks like it could take a punch. He, yeah, I think he's a fine coach. He was the coach of the... Hawks at one point too, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, the Celtics are very disappointing. I'm not like sold on, I'm not giving up on them because they have two super young, really great players. Mm-hmm. So like their future is still, I think intact, but I do wonder if Brad Stevens, if he can't turn it around and they can't get, I mean, not, it's not, to me, it's not even about making the playoffs anymore. If, if they, if they can't do better than like a seven or eight seed, I'm sorry. I'm like burping from this coffee. Um, <laughs> If they, if they can't do better than a seven or eight seed, then I think the Danny Age brands the Brad, the Danny Age Brad Stevens uh, Celtics partnership I feel like is going to be it feels almost set in stone right like it feels like that shit will never end but it's going to have to one day and I think we're actually getting close to the end of either Danny Age or Brad Stevens I'm not saying it's going to be this year but I do think it's soon we've every trade deadline we hear Danny Age is about to make a move and he doesn't. Or the move that he makes is for like a Jeff Teague, or he gets rid of a Jeff Teague, or he brings in Jeff Teague. Oh, I mean, or I he like gets the rid Fournier of... move. Yeah, Fournier, but like they were talking about getting Vucevic. They yeah. were talking about getting James Harden a couple months ago. And, and honestly, so they were talking about getting Victor Oladipo. So, like, if you're, yeah, I like Evan Fournier, but didn't they have an Evan Fournier type last year in Gordon Hayward? Don't they have two Evan Fournier wings and Tatum and Brown right now? Tristan Thompson's their starting. I mean, it's like, the other I, guy who's giving him some shooting off the bench. You know, like they didn't come home empty handed, but yeah, it's, it's not much. And honestly, I think they're very disappointing. Yeah. They, they could have, uh, they really needed a center. Uh, could have gone for Andre Drummond. Yeah. Tristan Kardashian is not very good. He's having a rough year. I like Tristan Thompson as like, like an, as a third, not a third center as a second center. Yeah. Like, uh, I think Tristan Thompson would have been really good as like a Dwight Howard type last year for the Lakers. Yeah, like someone who can maybe give you 18 minutes a game, but definitely shouldn't be your starting center. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Instead, he's their starting center, and it's ugly. Yeah. Yikes. Well, now they now they got Mo Wagner, whose brother is going to be a lottery pick this year. What's his name? Franz? Franz, yes. Franz. It sounds like we're Franz joking. Franz Wagner. It sounds like we're kidding, but his name really is Franz Wagner. His name Wagner. is Franz Wagner. So like, it's interesting though. You kind of look at this Eastern conference right now and you got the, the Sixers, uh, the a game behind is the Nets two and a half behind is the bucks. And then it's really anybody's for the taking going down from uh, the fourth in the standings 
really all the way down to the 11th because even the Toronto Raptors are kind of hanging around there and the Washington Wizards you know every once in a while they get hot you know they they are hot and then cold they can't make up their minds but really there's a lot of teams that can kind of like climb up into that playoff mix but if you had to kind of sort through those and I guess that's what I'm asking you to do here well the Bulls even are not sort I'm not sorting I think the Bulls are with Vucevic, better than the Knicks, better than the Hornets. I don't know what to think of Atlanta right now. I think the Bulls are just as good as the Celtics. The Heat have lost six in a row. I don't know what to think of them again. The Pacers, you know, we watched some basketball together recently, and you know my thoughts on uh, the Pacers. and Nate What's his name? Nate Bjorgen. Bjorgen, Florigan. We can make fun of we can you we can make fun of Nordic people. It's okay. It's allowed. I mean, I just called Tristan Thompson Tristan Tar- Kardashian. No one's safe. <laughs> I don't think that's that much of an insult, Adam. No one's safe. <laughs> if you called me Adam him. Kardashian, I'd be furious. Why would I call you that? I'd I don't call know. You Adam, I'd call you Adam Jenner. I would never date a Kardashian. You can take that to the bank. I'm now. My life goal is to get you to date a Kardashian. I'm sorry, you shouldn't be saying this on here. Now it's my duty. No, I, I don't Kardashian. care who the Kardashian is. What if it's Robert? What if it's Robert's? Have you seen Robert Kardashian's? Um, uh, this is not a joke. They gave, they got, you know, Robert Kardashian, their father, their deceased father, who was yeah. one of OJ, who was one okay. of OJ Simpson's lawyers. Sure. They got a hologram of him for Kim Kardashian's birthday. So if I can get you in the same room with Robert Kardashian's hologram, would you be interested in having a conversation with him? It depends if I need legal advice. But you need legal advice from a hologram. I don't think you're doing too well. Yeah. The only, the only things I'm killing these days are podcasts. So. There you go. <laughs> In blues albums. I sent yes. you that blues album earlier. I, you did. I didn't get a chance to listen to it because I'm oh, doing this because I'm doing I'm doing this show instead with you. Well, for the love of all that's holy, do not play it during the show. It's extremely inappropriate. Um, well, I'm, bur- I'm burping and drinking coffee, so I'm hardly appropriate. I guess we're, we're already off the rails. Uh, what were we talking about? I-, I asked you where you think the Bulls rank among that, like, second oh. tier. Uh, I don't know. You said, the they're, you said they think they're better than the Knicks now. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. The Knicks are good, and they're really fun, which is crazy. Ah, and then Mitchell Robinson just got hurt again. I just feel like. The Bulls on paper are going to be able to co- kind of climb up, though. They're only four. I do. Yeah. On paper, I definitely think so. Yeah. But I mean, I just don't know if they're going to click in, and click in time. Um, you're still going to need to like, you know, Nikola Vucevic hasn't been on a winning team necessarily. He's been on a couple of playoff teams, but he hasn't been like a part of a legitimate contender. I'm not saying the Bulls are going to be a contender this year. But down the line, that's what the hope is. So I think there's going to be a lot of growing pains again. Vucevic is still like he's 30 and then everyone else like Thad Young is still there and he's older, but the core of Laurie Markkinen and Kobe White and Zach Levine still even Patrick Williams, very, very young. So do I think they can make the playoffs? Yes. And I think, I think they probably should. I don't know if it's a guarantee though. Ooh. So what about the play-in? I think a play-in's a lock. They'll at least be in the play-in game. Yeah, I think that's fair. I don't really know how the play-in works. Uh, I believe it's best two or three, you know. So it's just it's just the eight and the nine, uh, the seven through ten. But I correct me if I'm wrong. Don't the seven and eight seeds have some sort of advantage where if they they only have to win one? Yeah. Whereas yeah. Okay. 
whereas that nine and ten have to win two. Yeah, if memory Dude, serves. Dude, that's gonna be that's gonna be fucking fun. I can't wait for that. Yeah, that is gonna be very interesting. I think. Uh, I mean, that's must I love the TV. Hornets. I loved the Hornets until Lamelo uh, got injured. Terry Rozier's been awesome. They had a real good game against the Suns yesterday. Uh, the Suns actually closed out a close game. That's huge for them. (laughs) Huge for for the program, I suppose. Yeah, you know, that's my big knock on the Suns. I think they're an awesome team. And then all of a sudden it's the fourth quarter and you lose to the Timberwolves. (laughs) Oh, Anthony Edwards did have a really good game. Yeah. Didn't he? Wasn't that his career game against those Suns? Yeah, I think, what, did he have a 40-burger? Yeah, that's the one we were were watching together, I believe. Yeah, 40-burger with cheese. Mm. Fries on the side. It was spicy. It was spicy. I think the Bulls are here, – here's my list. You just stop me if you disagree. Teams the Bulls are better than in the Eastern Conference uh, that are ahead of them in the standings. Oh, I disagree. Hornets. They're better than the Hornets. Knicks. I don't know. They're better than the Knicks. I don't know. Um, They're better than the Pacers. Screw it. Ah, but the Pacers have so much more depth, and you have Do to they? imagine – Do they, though? Even- Yes, even with TJ Warren out for the year, you've still got a guy like Aaron Holiday who is supposed to be like your starting point guard coming to, into the year, or at least one of your bright spots, and he's had a horrible year. You would at least imagine now with a healthy Brogdon, a healthy Sabonis, a healthy Karis LeVert, a healthy Miles Turner. That's a, I mean, that's a good starting five right there. TJ McConnell's having a career. He's stealing the ball 10 times a game. Not actually, but he <laughs> has done it. Like, yeah. I, I do think the Pacers are better than the Bulls. I don't know about the Knicks. And the Hornets, I think those are kind of upper grabs. I do have to believe the Pacers turn it around. There's too many good players on that team. I think they're kind of top heavy. I mean, looking at their bench, it's like, you know, Jeremy Lamb, who I like, TJ McConnell, who I like, Justin Holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron Holiday. Okay. Doug McDermott. Doug McDermott's having a really good year. This is like the best basketball he's ever played. Ever. Uh, Goga. Not crazy about him. Miles Turner. Overrated. You don't like Miles Turner. Not a good rebounder. He's a good defender. But but then I look at the Bulls, and dare I say a deeper team after the trade? Off the bench, you got Kobe White, Thaddeus Young. Like, those are your two best players off the bench for sure. Also, can I I sneak in a little Troy Brown excitement? Yeah, he looked awesome. And you know who else looked awesome was Javante Green. Yes, and Troy Brown was a was a top fifteen pick like two years ago, and he's really had his moments. He's long, he's athletic, he's got handles. Yeah, I think Troy Brown. I'm kind of surprised that the Wizards were so willing to kind of just throw him as a, a, a throw in. I guess that was great. I, he's only twenty one yeah. years old. It's kind of it kind of remi- okay. I don't. Rem- it doesn't quite. It's not quite the same as Kevin Porter going to Houston just because Cleveland didn't want him in the locker room. Because I think Kevin Porter is going to be an absolute star. He's incredibly talented he's got an incredible handle he's a super athlete good passer he's basically james harden reincarnated as a you know 20 year old i think kevin porter is amazing but i do wonder if troy brown was thrown in we're going to be looking back in a couple of years like the wizards just gave up gave the bulls troy brown for nothing practically i wonder yeah i, I mean i think he's going to continue to develop and uh I don't think he's like a necessary star or anything. I just think they're, I think the jury's out kind of like Portland giving up on Gary Trent at age 22. Yeah. I'm I, surprised by that. I, I think Troy Brown's going to wind up being a really important role player for the bulls for years to come. Yeah. I, he's still really young. 
Yeah, and, and you I, can't like judge. You, you can't said, judge. I'm just kind of surprised young... that they gave up on him. Well, I was just gonna say you can't judge any young player who underperforms with the Wizards. Like it's, it's just not fair to that young player, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think we're gonna look back, and that's gonna be a very underrated pickup for them. But it's weird because, you know, I look at the Celtics and the Pacers and those are teams I expected to be so much better. And then the Hornets, that's a team that I expected to be worse. The Hawks, the jury's out on them. Uh, They got killed last night by the Nuggets and the Nuggets have a knack of killing people. But I know you're a huge Trey Young fan. I got to check in with you on this. They've been better since McMillan, but. What are your thoughts on the Hawks and where do the Bulls kind of match up as far as like, are the Hawks better than the Bulls or in the same? I think, I think the Hawks went healthier, better. The Hawks have, I'm talking about deep. They haven't had Deandre Hunter for the last like month and a half. And he's been, he was one of their best players to start the year. Um, they got Bogdanovich back. They got Danilo Gallinari playing really well. Trey Young and Clint Capella is as good as we thought. There were talks about them moving John Collins because they were going to try to figure out what guys they were going to keep on the roster going forward and what guys they weren't. I'm really glad they kept John Collins because if you look at it, he's dominating. No one can guard him right now. He's been a fantastic player for them. I think the Hawks will get into the playoffs. I think Nate McMillan might be almost safe as the long-term coach, at least going forward for the next couple of years. I'm, I'm, I'm not like all in on the Hawks in the sense that I think they're a contender this year, but I do think the Hawks will make the playoffs and um, they're going to continue their continue their pretty steady play after uh, they got off to a super hot start after Lloyd, Lloyd Pierce was fired. Um, and they came back down to earth a tiny bit, but I'm, I still think they're, they're ridiculously, they're pretty deep. And also the addition of Tony Snell has been awesome for their defense. And it's just, he's a nice wing that can stretch the floor. He's already hit a game winner for them. He seems to hit timely threes all the time. Trey Young loves playing with him. They just picked up Lou Williams also. I think, uh, I think the Hawks are sneaky good. Maybe not sneaky. I don't really know if anyone would be surprised if they give a team a run in the playoffs, but I, I do think they're a playoff team. I think they're a really good offensive team. I, I think the defense is such a question mark. Tony Snell, baby. He's making a change. Has Chris Dunn played yet? Is he going Chris, to? Wasn't Chris Dunn just traded? Or, or no, was he not part of that trade? I, I don't no, he wasn't. He no, he wasn't. He was not a part of that trade, I don't think. Yeah. Looks like he could return at the end of the Hawks' current road trip. Uh, that was as of March 19th. So I don't think he's played yet. No, he, he hasn't has, played all year. He hasn't played a single game this year? No. Okay. And so I thought I I thought I remembered him joint like playing with Rondo at one point a month ago, but maybe that I guess that didn't happen. No, you're probably in your dreams, man. Just dreaming about him and Rondo. And now Rondo's a member of the Clippers anyway. With P Bad. Yeah. The most I think annoying. The, I think the defense of the Hawks will be fine, especially healthy capella. Um, DeAndre Hunter's going to come back. Cam Reddish hasn't played at all, by the way, like at all. Um, they're just, they're talking about surprisingly deep. None of, like a lot of their young guys aren't good necessarily yet, but they do have veterans now at this point when they brought in Bogdanovich, they brought in Gallinari. Mm-hmm. Capella's only like 26 and he's having a fantastic year. I think this is a team that's going to be primed for the playoffs as long as they've got Trey Young for and the Williams a, a sneaky, nice pickup. He was the, the, yeah who they got back for Rondo. And so I think that could be really interesting when you, who I'm most curious about is the Miami heat. Like they, they finally bam out of bio is 
incredibly good. Jimmy Butler, incredibly good. You can make arguments that both of them have been top 10 players this year. You bring in Victor Oladipo, who's like, I don't really know what he is anymore because we haven't seen him healthy necessarily. And him and Houston can't judge anything. Good games with Houston. He did, but I feel like you can't judge anything that you've seen in Houston just because that. It was him and John Wall playing rec ball, you know? Yeah. He's always been a good driver, and I, I have a feeling he can be a good cutter with, uh, with Eric Spolster, which is, he's going to have to be. Uh, they also got one of the sneaky best pickups of the deadline, Nemanja Bialica, who is a better yeah. version of, who's a better version of Kelly Olenek, basically. Um, yeah, they, they uh, definitely doubled down on their identity and made some great pickups. I mean, that Oladipo... I, I just can't wait to see what he looks like alongside Jimmy Butler, and you add just another really good defender to a really good defensive team. So I, I, I just don't understand how they're not better by their record. The fact that they're 22 and 24, I get that they had a lot of bad luck at the beginning of the season, but I just don't understand how a team with so much talent has lost six games in a row. I do think that's going to turn around with Oladipo, but they're on that list of teams that I just They've don't know like, what to make of. But they've just had like 17 different starting lineups. It's like every game they're so injured and depleted, and then they have trades. I do think they will eventually, just like the Nuggets, eventually kind of just like, what's the word I'm looking for? Even out a little bit. And then by the end of the year, you'll look like, don't look down, and they'll, they're on like a 15 to three run to end the year or something like that. They're just, they're too well coached. They have too many good players. The, the deadline's gone and passed. There's still like a couple months left in the season. I think we're going to see them get more consistent, just like I think we will with the Pacers. Okay. But I don't, but I don't, I don't know. I like the Heat better than the Pacers too, but then it comes to the playoffs and it's like the Nets, the Bucks, the Sixers and the Heat are those. I I just cannot wait for those four, hopefully to meet up in the, in the semifinals and then the Eastern conference finals. Cause those, those four teams are fucking good or at least fucking talented. If yeah. they're not playing that well, like I, I gotta believe the Heat are gonna pick it up. They're, they right? Aren't they? Aren't the Heat gonna be one of the top four teams in the playoffs? Wouldn't you imagine? Uh, or are you just not not this? I don't year? think are they're you... gonna be able to make that kind of climb. I don't know. I mean, like, I guess in theory, right? They're only yeah, yeah. They'll they'll wind up being the four seed. I, I think they'll. They're only two games behind New York right now. Yeah, but. You know, there's no guarantee because they'd have to pass the Hawks who are right now, you know, a game and a half ahead of them. And they're better than their record, too. It's a clusterfuck. I think that's a good chance that you're going to see two Southeast Division teams playing each other in that 4-5 matchup, though. It could be Hawks-Heat. It could be Heat-Hawks interchangeably between who's the four and who's the five there. And then who knows what happens with Charlotte. Yeah, I mean, they seem to be doing really well with out Lonzo Ball, and they still have guard depth with Rogier, uh, Devontae Graham. And then, did honestly, you do that on purpose? Did you do that on purpose? You called him Lonzo. I'm sorry, Lamelo. I, I get my balls can I get my balls mixed you, up? You do get your balls mixed. Up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of it's balls, okay. I'm just kidding. No, no, uh, no commercial this week. Didn't didn't get a, a copy of that. But maybe next week we'll talk about my balls again. But would it be professional if I said that my phone's on three percent and that if is the show going to end when my phone dies? I I think maybe we'll start have to wrap it start wrapping it up then. Next time you better charge your damn phone. <laughs> well, you're the one who's telling me I gotta use headphones. Since when do I use headphones? I'm not a headphone guy. Well, 
the people listening? They, no, the people listening need to understand that I would charge my phone right now, but I have the little white thing that you plug into the headphones in the iPhone yeah. thing and the charger slot. So Adam wants all these great things and you can't have all of it, unfortunately. I'm like Pat Riley. I just demand excellence. You demand excellence. I can just demand excellence. And then you ship Myers Leonard out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't I don't condone anti-Semitism either. Well, you're Jewish. I would hope not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, you know, the ball mitzvah. <laughs> the ball mitzvah. <laughs> That's what we considered calling our show. Yeah. When, when we uh, went into the podcast, it's got a nice ring to it. It's, it's got a nice ring to it. Just like when we started saying, come run with us or run with us. And then the, the legitimate Chicago Bulls yeah. stole that from us. Yeah. I mean, they would have named their podcast, the Running With The Bulls podcast, but we beat them too. Literally. Yeah. And then they were going to call it Bull, Ball Mitzvah. There's bull, bull Mitzvah. Bull Mitzvah. Excuse me. That's my man. Yes. Uh, but yeah, you know, that, that Hornets team, I really like the construction there. It's super fun with Miles Bridges, PJ Washington, uh, Gordon Hayward. Rozier's having the year of his life. Yeah. The Bulls are right there in the mix. I guess that's that's the the thesis, if you will. Yeah, I think they're right there in the mix, too. And I, I do think if I had to put money on it, I think they'll make the playoffs. I think so. I'm going to put money on it right now. <laughs> yes, you are. Well, while you're doing that, put a, put a couple bucks on Bundesliga. Oh, you know, I love uh, Bayern Munich. Also, you should look into wherever Franz Wagner wherever he's, his hometown is, and then bet on that soccer team. Don't tempt me with a good time. I bet uh, they're a good soccer team. Speaking of, of gambling, I'll, I'll let you know about my parlay I got riding tonight uh, to close out the show. And I'll get this up. And uh, if you're listening, you can take my bad gambling advice. Or maybe you won't. Here we go. So I got, uh, open it up right now. The Pacers to beat the Wizards, the Pelicans to beat the Celtics, the Jazz to beat the Cavs, the Bulls to beat the Warriors, and the Nets to beat the Timberwolves. Three bucks to win 21. Timberwolves will beat the Nets. No. Yeah. Every time you think that there's like going to be a blowout, it's the opposite. Kyrie is playing, isn't he? Doesn't matter. Dude, Michael Jordan could be playing. Tim Wolves are winning tonight. Michael Anthony Jordan. Edwards, Anthony Edwards, 35 hot dog, not a 40 burger, but a 35 hot dog. I got just straight money on the Pelicans to beat the Celtics. It's in Boston point Zion. I can't believe you're bad. Maybe Brad Stevens about. comes to DePaul after he loses again to, to Zion, Zion Williamson. I like that. Do you remember when I, when I was like predicting point Zion? Yeah, you were on that. And I'm glad it's finally it's finally happening in year too two. Too bad your phone's so low. You could you could really pat yourself on the back. You hear that? There we go. Uh, well, folks, that's all the time we got for today. A quick little episode, but we will be back. Uh, the the winds of change are blowing me back to Chicago soon, and so we'll be able to have uh, even some in person shows for the first time in years doing that consistently uh read my friend it is always a pleasure uh all of you listening thank you so much for running with us we'll see you next time